Good people and fellow students, welcome to the eighth episode of All That Yaz, a space for performance, craft, and showbiz, where news and reviews will be flowing from music, film, content, and all that yaz. Now, this week is a relatively light week in terms of content and I am very happy about that personally because it's been a very rough week and the mental capacity isn't what it usually is. I'm very happy in the likeness of what it is I have to talk about but I'm very excited for this episode as I'm previewing multiple pieces of art so I'm going to, you guys are going to be getting the first listens and I'm also talking about multiple debuts this week in terms of brand new artists and that's always exciting for me to kind of see who's coming through what they're bringing and all that so it's going to be a relatively light episode I hope it's going to be a short episode and yeah thank you for tuning in I always appreciate your engagement whether that be through the, your lessons or the people who go further in engaging with me on my socials whether that be on twitter as well as on instagram it's nice to feel like some of you are finding great value within this and i appreciate you for taking that time and listening and with that i don't want to take up more of your time so let's just get into this roundup of all that yes And we are on the radar. So on the radar is a segment where I like to talk about upcoming releases or recent releases within the world of entertainment, whether that be films, music, content, etc., etc. And as usual, we're going to start off with the news elements. And in terms of news this week, the Durban International Film Festival or DIF is set to launch this week, Thursday, the 22nd of July, and it is a virtually accessible affair. So this is the second year that it's a virtually accessible affair, and if it's anything like last year i'm really going to enjoy myself so if you're a fan of not only south african film african film world world cinema um this is definitely something to look forward to as for a week or just over a dozen yeah a week to two weeks you're going to have world-class cinema at your fingertips free for for you to be able to watch so the how they how it is that they do it is that they have a website which is Durban Film Fest and each film that you're each film that's going to be on there you're going to be able to watch for free within the space of a day should you choose to want to watch that film I got introduced to a Sundance film last year one of my favorite films from last year was Softy and yeah it's it's for those of you who are looking to watch films which are outside of the mainstream because most of them usually are quite alternative cinema this is definitely something to look forward to because they have a list of features documentaries as well as short films uh, so within the next two weeks i'm pretty sure some of my reviews which might come on to all that yes will be born straight from the durban international film festival as well as the format which is going to be coming up i think it's been pushed due to everything that's going on so i think it's going to the durban format is going to be happening next month around 16th of august but if you are a filmmaker or if you're someone who's very interested in the world of film this is definitely something to look forward to if not just for the films but as well as the talks and all the different levels of activities that's virtually accessible during this period of time so after the Durban International Film Festival and still keeping things local but now on television this week was the end of an 
era in terms of a ETV soap by the name of Rhythm City. Rhythm City has been on our airwaves for 14 years and this was its last week and I think what I'm very happy about in terms of Rhythm City's cancellation is that how much the length of time that the writers and everyone was given and also the audience to prepare for this moment so storylines are able to be finished and yeah it's it's a piece of South African history for as a soapy what it did for music and and all that and if you are a fan of the show the um, on the on ETV's YouTube channel there are videos very very short snippets of the cast answering different questions about the experience as well as you know just saying goodbye so if you were a fan of Rhythm City I'm sorry because I know soapies are it's the it's a very popular genre and also it's a very unique genre in that you are living with these characters day in and day out for those for the really big soapy fans. So I understand the attachment that some people might have specifically towards the soapy genre in specific and for something's been around for fourteen years. Replacing the SAFTA award winning soapy will be a brand new one by the name of House of Zwiede, which looks to be a soap soapy that is centered around the world of fashion. Vusikunen and Winning Zaba are at the center of the story in terms of the House of Zwiede and they are very dramatic and powerful actors so I'm pretty sure there's going to be a lot for people to look forward to so if you're interested in looking for a brand new daily drama to look into there is House of Zwiede which will start on Monday and then now when it comes to the world of music in terms of what we're going to be talking about today Techo has released a very short EP by the name of Three Piece we'll be getting into. We have music from Lone Olone, uh, Manu Worldstar, as well as Foreign. And we're going to be starting with Techo. So Techo has released a short EP by the name of Three Piece, which is exactly what it is. It is three songs he has put together for us to listen to. And Mans is in his trap and be bag with this effort. And it's three pieces and effort that's packed with the strong list of collaborators that all come to play. To me, all of the songs are hits and feel like they were engineered for playlisting. They're short, they get you in the mood and to the mood quickly and they're catchy. Individually, all the songs are sound. They're really well produced and inoffensive. As a pack, I think it's good but not great the main thing missing for me is just an element of Tejo's personality that's striking or dramatic whether that be like a moment of vulnerability or hyper braggadociousness or some mode of storytelling that causes a peak when it comes to the dynamics of the project when I think of the project as a whole it's good but there's no strong dynamics but again each of the individual songs I think are really really well produced so in terms of even that I think that was the intention of the project which is why it's called literally called three piece so this feels like something is dropping he's dropping to kind of hold his fans over when it comes to production only if you like that may be my favorite with how dark and spacey the sonics feel and the burst of energy the post chorus gives you my favorite song right now is probably my favorite song shikana is a pure scene stealer it's a solid duet between the two shikana kills that song she really has one of the best and most evocative tones in the game and it works wonders here i can't fault blackie and flame they're solid on new three does what it needs to do now moving on to our next this is a debut single from an artist by the name of Lone or Lone I'm leaning towards Lone because it's spelled L-O-N-E with an accent and she has dropped her debut single by the name of Lifeline now 
the South African R&B girls keep fighting and I'm here for it. Some of my favorite music this year has been from that specific market, whether we're talking about Namakawu Star, Mara Fleur, Marshpit Cindy, Pio, Ipileng, and just as the pool keeps settling, we get another quality addition. Lifeline is a strong debut by Lone, who is armed with a soulful and honeyed tone. Lyrically, the song is dealing with some complicated emotions as she has developed real feelings for someone who seems like they don't want to be in a relationship with her. But they're still connected and she gives off the impression that she's fine giving the suitor the space they need but clearly she's yearning for more. She's yearning to be had and frankly I'm enjoying the vibe of the song, I like her tone, I enjoy her voice, the writing is strong and evocative. For Helene it's a really solid start and I can't wait to hear more from her. Now we're jumping out of the world of R&B and into the world of Afropop and you know what? Manu Worldstar is growing a really strong output of Afro bangers. Mans is consistent with it and I cannot fault him because Short Story is exactly that. I love the production, Gemini Major and Morabelli Masile really come through and gave us something really infectious with this production. The saxophone slash brass instrument upon first listen is probably my favorite section of the production. The song was made for getting down. It was made for parties in the clubs, the chorus breakdown really does beckon one to bust a young move, at least it did with me. Manu keeps the song flirtatious, the vibes flirtatious and light as he asks girls from Pretoria to Nairobi what their story is. The lyrics aren't really much to write home about but the melody used and the vocal performance really do keep the vibe going and sometimes that's all you need. The song is a vibe, Manu Worldstar and Gemini Major bring the vibes with it and it's another banger in his list of ba in his list of growing bangers. That is what is on the radar this week. Now, as promised, I am bringing you multiple previews this week and kicking our list off is the debut single of a Zambian artist by the name of Farin. The name of the song is Madube and here's to stay young. Tell you wanna know me, but you can't trust Heart is in the ocean, but you can't love Oh, I go through the motions, but you can't rock How you wanna know me, but you can't trust Yeah, huh, 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 you game, huh, you playing, huh, cause I see you from the pains, huh, 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 This song has been on steady rotation since it dropped about a week ago. I am in love with the song and I'm really intrigued by Farhan because although this is his debut song, this isn't the first time I heard about him. Farhan was featured on one of my favorite songs of last year. It was a duet between him and Nae Ayla called Needy. And if you want yearning R&B, if you want to feel a yearning duet, listen to that track between the two. That was the first time I ever heard about him. So when I saw that he was bringing music of his own, I was so excited excited and frankly with this I'm a fan because despite it being in a different genre, man's come swinging and feels just as comfortable within the space. Farin is a dynamic vocalist. He's got great color in his tone and with these two songs you can see that there's a lot of range that his voice can encompass. The song is a flirtatious affair with the word Madube being a, an affectionate term one would use for significant other. So like baby or bae but more so within a shona slash 
Ndebele context. And yeah, I really, really like the song. I'm really excited about Foreign as an artist because between the two songs, you can tell, or at least I feel that he is a great vocalist. I like the way that he approaches songs. You can feel intentionality in the way that he sings and how he chooses to color his background vocals. So if you've been enjoying what we've been listening to, that is Madube by Foreign, definitely go and check it out. Our next preview is from an alternative pop artist who is the embodiment of soft, Nami. Now Nami is releasing his debut EP this Friday and it is called Let Me In. Mans is a musician, a multi-instrumentalist that prior to this released a song called Hold My Hand where the spelling of his name was slightly changed to N-A-M-I as opposed to N-V-M-I. And Mans is extremely romantic with the tone of his music. When I say he's the embodiment of soft, it's that type of softness that I'm referring to. So his upcoming EP is called Let Me In and has been described as a diary of the experience, love and vulnerability felt and shared between two people at the start of the relationship. The song that's currently playing is the third song on the EP and it goes by the name of Soul Slide. you one of my favorite songs this year is coming out on Friday it is not an understatement this song is an act of smolder I'm gonna get back to Nami in a little bit but I have a bone to pick with Tom Saison because what this man has on two tracks this year just given us beastly vocals and layering if you haven't heard Kudzai's Head Over Heels featuring Tron Pai, Una Rams, and Tom Saison, you have missed out on R&B Gold. Tom Saison was a killer there and he is a killer here and I'm just, I just want to know when we're getting a full body of work. It should be illegal to give us the two killer features that he has when we're just waiting for a muscle. I want to, I want to experience him in a full body of work. Now back to Nami, when I say the song, it's an act of smolder. The instrumentation is so 
rich the song already has a tempestuous vibe that just gradually grows as the song goes on and on the song the song is over six minutes long by the way it climaxes with this guitar solo which is a signature element of my favorite nami songs because it's an excellent guitar solo in his debut song hold my hand soul slide fires on all of the elements that i think make nami a compelling artist being his instrumentation as well as his curation of a very particular and soft type of romance let me in explores that type of romance with different sonics that range from Icelandic all the way to this so if you're a person who really enjoys listening to alternative music which leans on alternative pop I definitely think this is something you should be listening come Friday because it's sonically rich one of the things that I enjoy about it is sonically rich and it feels like it was designed to put you in your fields and yeah that is let me in which is going to be coming out on Friday with soul slide which is one of my favorite songs Now for our final preview of this week, we're moving from one of my favorite songs of the year to one of my favorite albums of the year because this Friday, Huey drops Summer Grace. Now if you've been listening to this podcast, you'd know that I've already previewed a song from Summer Grace on episode two, so you can go definitely check that out. But Summer Grace for me, of everything that I've heard and everything that's been dropping, is definitely still within my top 10 favorite albums that I've heard of this year. Huey is giving us a narrative album that explores his previous relationships or his dynamics within relationships so it's all centered around that it's got this loving feel and i'm going to be playing you a tiny snippet from the lead track or at least the opening track of the album summer grace and it is called love at first sight so um, i went up to her now i said excuse me little lady i would like to know your name my name is huey I mean Isaac, she looked back and then she said, my name is Grace. I cracked a smile and then she looked away as if to say that she knew both our lives about to change. That was Huey with Love at First Sight. Summer Grace comes out this Friday. Now the final thing that I wanted to talk about this week is Pretty Ugly. Pretty Ugly was meant to be on my list last week but I felt like the the episode had run long and it was part of That's the Fave so I've put him in this week because he is an artist who I thoroughly appreciate the effort that he puts into his craft. So his upcoming album Soil drops not this week Friday but the following week and he dropped the music video for the title track Soil last week. Now Pretty Ugly has a solidly consistent track record when it comes to music videos. There's an intentionality into bringing you into the vibe of the song or making an artistic statement which thrives through a lot of the visuals that he gives and I think there are a few artists specifically on the South African level that kind of bring consistently the type of intentionality that he does into giving you a visual whether it be from the lushness that you get in Zero to Hero the Scotane culture of Tela and even this one Soil which although very simple it is such a simple music video still you feel the intentionality so now Soil is an ode to African Soil so it is him exploring a lot of different dynamics and relationships 
regarding African soil, whether it be through people within the diaspora's dynamics with its relationship, i.e. with our culture, referencing Makosa, or whether it be from a data mining perspective. He explores a lot about just the changing dynamics, the growing dynamics within being an African and what that means within 2021. And the music video is so simple, it is pretty ugly getting his hair done. That is literally all that happens as he raps to the camera and essentially he's getting his hair done behind very iconic South African imagery from Pretoria to Soweto to Durban. And it is the exact, it feels like it's the exact same motion. Some of it feels like it was green screen imposed, but as you can see, because of the shadows um the lighting shadows that fall from where the sun is kind of hitting but it gets the message across and you feel the intentionality of why he wanted to do that why he wanted to show the scenic Im these different types of sc scenic imagery and just let the storytelling of the song do its purpose while still giving a visual it adds to the story it, it feels like it was a relatively inexpensive affair. I think it may have taken multiple days, but it, again, when I talk about intentionality, it's not necessarily about it being lush or big, but just having an artistic statement. And that's something which Pretty Ugly always consistently does, both with his music videos and with his music. When it comes to his music, I'm not always the biggest fan of his music, but that's merely a taste issue. It's not a knock on his quality some of his music is just not of my taste but when you're looking at him holistically as an artist and as as a value proposition he's someone who i'm a very big fan of and i'm a big fan of the statement that he makes using art whether that be his music videos his music etc etc and that is why he is this week's fave um, i'm very excited to hear what he's going to be giving us on soil i'm excited to see more of what this rollout is going to be and what it's going to envision because he has been telling us that this is the hip-hop album of the year he's been propping it up insanely so i really can't wait to see what it is on a textual level that he's going to offer and that is this week's episode of all that yes i thank you so much if you've gotten this far and you've been listening i really hope you've enjoyed the time here if you want to interact with me further you can do so on my personal socials which is yes the student y-a-z-z -Z, the student or you can also reach out to the all that yes instagram page which is all that yes but without the a so a l that y z z i look forward to hearing from you if you are an artist or a um if you're an artist and i use that term loosely a creative who wants me to look into their work you can also submit what it is that you want me to listen and or preview to the email all that yes podcast at gmail.com that has been the eighth episode of all that yes thank you so much for your time and i hope you have a lovely week